Welcome to Truth Well Spoken, the official podcast for McCann Health and an opportunity to connect across disciplines, companies, and countries in our mutual pursuit of an endless truth seeking. I'm your host, John Santangelo, and for episode 16, we are talking with the duo responsible for the McCann Health Mentorship Program, Kim Wishnow Purr and Joanne Duckman. Since 2010, Kim and Joanne have been connecting coworkers into mentorship pairings at McCann Health. These pairings are designed to create a mutually beneficial relationship that will enhance professional and personal development. Joining Kim and Joanne are two of the mentorship program participants, mentor Michael Stevenson and mentee Nicole Myslinski. Welcome to the podcast, Kim, Joanne, Michael, and Nicole. Thank you. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Happy to be here. Me too. Great to have everyone today. So before we discuss the mentorship program, Kim and Joanne, tell us what you do here at McCann Health. Kim, you want to go first? Sure. Um, so I am running our McCann Health Managed Markets practice, and I've been here for 13 years, and it's been awesome. So that's what I do every day. And I am a part of the IPG Health Company. Previously, I worked for McCann Health Global and before that for the New Jersey team. Um, but my, my role is the Global System Solutions Director, and I work on the production intelligence team right now. I've been with the company for 19 plus years, and um, yeah, it's been a wild ride, but I've stayed for a reason. Wow, that's great. That's great. Uh, Michael and Nicole, same question. What are your roles here at McCann Health? Go ahead, Nicole. Thanks, Michael. Um, so I'm currently uh, at McCann Health New York uh, on the agency side where uh, I'm an account executive. Um, I've been working at McCann for about two and a half years now. Um, and Michael, I'll hand that off to you. Yeah, thanks, Nicole. Um, so yeah, so I'm Michael Stevenson. Uh, I am a global agency head at Caudex, and Caudex is one of our um, McCann Health MedCom's medical communications agencies. Uh, we have a lovely global footprint, folks all over the world. And I've been here with McCann, oh gosh, it's been just a little bit over a year, about 15 months. That's great. That's great. Seems like we have a lot of firepower here today for this podcast. So a lot of good stuff. So, hey, Joanne, let's start with you. Um, how did you get involved with the mentorship program? Uh, that is a great question. Well, originally, I had been, you know, overseeing a couple of different departments, and I, I felt like I was an informal mentor to many people, but I really identified that I you know, I thought that we needed one at our organization. And I went to the HR team who directed me to see Kim. So I I stuck my head into Kim's office one day and I said, hey, Kim, we don't have a mentorship program. Do you think that we should start one? And Kim said, great idea, let's do it. <laughs> That's great, that's great. Yeah. Kim, how about you? How did you get involved with the mentorship program? 
So before meeting um, up with Joanne, I had participated in a mentoring program through the Healthcare Business Women's Association, and it was a group mentoring program, and I was a mentor for them, and it was very satisfying to help people with their career um, opportunities and, uh, and provide guidance. So when Joanne approached me, I had just finished up working on this HBA program, and I said, Joanne, this is a fabulous idea. And in fact, I just participated in a program and I have a lot of learnings and a lot of materials that can help us start a mentoring program here at McCann Health. So we went to the um, head of McCann Health at the time and uh, presented uh, the idea for creating a pilot program. And uh, we worked together using some materials that um, and uh, a consultant to kind of help us develop the right approach to doing a mentoring program. But we both decided that rather than group mentoring, it would be um, more beneficial to do one-on-one -on -one mentoring. And that's when we embarked on uh, the development of a one-on-one -on -one mentorship program for McCann Health. Wow, sounds like we had a little serendipity involved there, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I, I, and I do believe that the HR team at the time had some knowledge that Kim was just finishing up with the HBA. So that was exciting. Okay, so serendipity with a little nudge, right? Yeah, <laughs> okay. absolutely. You got it. Um, so Kim, what are some of the goals for the program? So the real goals for the program are to provide an opportunity for employees to make connections, grow, build their capabilities, and really also strengthen the network because by creating connections, that's how we all grow in our careers. And so I was very passionate about that. Um, we also wanted to make sure that we had the opportunity to help people improve their knowledge and skills, um, help them instill confidence, maybe self-awareness, um, and, and really help them on their career journey so that they would stay at McCann because we know how hard it is to find talent. So growing our own talent is the best way to um, keep people here at McCann Health. Absolutely, and, and you struck on that word connections, which definitely in, in today's day of COVID is something that we're all trying to keep up with. So Absolutely. excellent. Um, Joanne, having seen so many people come through the program, um, can you tell me what the importance of being in a mentorship program is? Gosh, that's a uh, challenging question, but I will try. So seeing the results that have come out of the program i do genuinely believe that there's something to be said making a connection as we were coming off the last question with the answers that kim gave there is something to be said about making a connection with someone who you would never have had the opportunity to speak to meet I mean, we by the end of the program here last year, we were, you know, basically across multiple countries and different uh, organizations. So you had the opportunity of meeting someone from a different organization, a completely different company, a different discipline. You know, a lot of times when we are working uh, inside our own little pods, so to speak, it's hard to to make any external connections. And um, in in doing this, what we found and what we've heard from the people who have participated is that 
it, it gives them insight into something different. It gives them insight into something that they wouldn't normally be exposed to. Um, and, and instead of going to their boss or their supervisor or their coworker, the person that sits next to them in the office or someone who they're on a meeting with every day, they, they felt like people felt like they could get away. They could step away from what they're used to seeing and then the normal way of, uh, getting solutions and have a different perspective and it also made people feel and it continues to make people feel like um they have you know a little bit more privacy um in that it's it's not right within their own network but people have really gained a lot of confidence um i i don't have a a perfect percentage of our success rates, but people have gained confidence in different areas that they might want to focus on and different um, different items that they felt like they needed some more support with other than just do it, sit, coming to work every day and doing your job. So I hope that sort of answered your question. It, it actually answered it great, Joanne, and, and you hit a couple of great points, you know, especially in today's day where we're, we feel very siloed um, and, and especially to be able to find a safe space, you know, outside your supervisor and outside your colleagues. Um, it's quite honestly an excellent answer. So, um, Kim, for you, who would be the ideal candidate for mentorship? I think, um, you know, we recruit mentors and mentees. So from the mentoring perspective, I think anyone that really wants to help our network grow and share their wealth of knowledge and experience, whether it's within our network or from previous um, agencies or other positions that they've had, uh, it gives them a real sense of satisfaction that they're um, helping to grow new people and meet new people, especially if you haven't been in the program for very long or haven't been with the agency for very long, it really helps you expand your network from a mentoring standpoint. From a mentee standpoint, I think I'd like to support what Joanne mentioned about the confidentiality. You know, when you're in your own agency and uh, you know everybody talks, Sometimes it's hard to share a difficult challenge you might be having in your career, with your job, or, or even personally. Um, but by uh, matching people across networks and across companies, uh, we're able to give them that safe space uh, once they are matched with their mentor to be able to grow and to really feel confident that they can get real uh, understanding, help, support, and direction about something they might be struggling with. And I think that that has been the key to our success is, the, is our matching, the way that we match people. Absolutely. I second that. Yep, it, it definitely sounds like some great secret sauce that we have here, you know, especially the fact that we go in, in between such a large agency and that it's, it's intercompany. That's absolutely great. Um, Joanne, you know, wonderful COVID. We're living in the virtual world. Everything's a two-inch screen, you know, all that fun stuff. What are some of the challenges that you guys face within the mentorship program with everybody being remotely currently? That's a great question again. Well, I think that physical connection has been really hard. Um, I know in previous years, Prior to 2020, when we all went into lockdown, um, 
you know, there was that opportunity to go meet up with your mentor, your mentee, uh, go get grab coffee in the morning, afternoon, evening, or a meal, um, sit down and have a true conversation. Being in person helps make that, you know, connection very personal. Not to say that everyone needs to meet in person, because there have been many times, too, where we made some connections across a long distance. So those people didn't really have that opportunity. Um, however, what we did find is that meeting in person was a um, a genuine, genuinely good way to make that a little bit more personal. <clears throat> I think the other frustration or hardship is that now with being remote, everyone is on calls and in meetings and on teams all day long. So to just have that additional call, um, it, it feels like it's another call. It's another meeting that I have to have instead of looking forward to getting away, going and having that personal catch up with someone about some, you know, professional struggles or professional efforts that I want to make some advancement with. So those, I mean, come to mind when you ask that question. Can you think there are, are there anything, is there anything there that I missed? I think on the flip side, I'd like to just uh, expand on that a little bit, Joanne, because one of the things that um, I call them the COVID silver linings that occurred was, um, while it is absolutely ideal to meet in person when you're establishing a new relationship, because everyone was in lockdown, um, it was really much easier to match people because we didn't have to worry about, did they live in New York? Did they live in New Jersey? You know, how did we match people? Yeah, and so yeah. it enabled us to make matches that we normally might not have been able to make because of location. Because when we first started the program, it was mostly designed to be in person. But then when we went virtual, we were able to make matches across companies, across um, locations and in even countries, as we spoke about before. And wow. some of our most successful matches are people like, you know, who don't even live in the same state. And the virtual space and the ability to go to teams so quickly enabled us to continue the program and keep it as successful as it was when it was in person. Yeah, that is a that is a truth. I mean, um, look, you know, and I can't wait to hear from Michael and Nicole in a little bit too, but I mean, look at look at that connection as well. Exactly. You know, we were able to reach across to Medcoms and open up the opportunities across agencies that we weren't working with previously. So, great point, Kim. Yeah, those those are great. Those are very well said insights. And and Kim, have we trademarked COVID COVID silver linings? Because I think <laughs> I'd like to use that. Well, interesting. We already use it at our agency, so I have to talk to my creative director and see if I'll you let you use it. <laughs> awesome. Um, and and just finishing up a little bit. So, uh, Kim or Joanne, either one of you, any personal stories of mentoring that impacted your career? I have one. <laughs> well, when Kim and I started this program, we went into um, a pilot. 
and we had only a select few involved in the pilot. And in doing that, we thought the best way for us to lead the program would be through example. So Kim said, why don't we act as a mentor and a mentee pairing as well? So we did do that. Um, and Kim became my mentor. And in doing that, um, I worked on some some real hardships I was going through at the time with Kim, and she really provided such a good mentor to me. You know, she became such a great mentor to me um, in that we continued throughout the course of our entire program that we had created here. We continued to meet. And so for I don't know how many years it's been, um, Kim still acts as my unofficial official mentor. And I was able to work through um, something that I was really struggling with. So I thank Kim a ton. And I don't want to, um, in doing the program for so many years, we've also taken on many, many mentees being uh, part of the committee. So I continue to uh, meet with other mentees and extend those, those the same service that Kim had provided to me. I, I was I was placing there upon all of the mentees that I was working with. So she was such a great um, a great role model for me. Well, thank you. And I learned just as much from Joanne as uh, as she did from me. When I first arrived here, Joanne had obviously already been here quite a few years, and I had only been here a couple of years. So it was a really great way for me to network. And Joanne really helped me as a mentor learn more about, at the time, we were, I think we were called McCantory Laser. And so, you know, navigate McCantory Laser uh, very easily because I had that connection. She was um, with a different company than I was. I was with uh, McCann Managed Markets and she was with McCann uh, Tory Laser. And at that time, it was a really great way for me to expand my network. And she helped me do that. So I got just as much out of the relationship and continue to get that much out of the relationship that we've had for over 11 years. Well, kudos to you both and, and definitely kudos to you, Kim, because I was lucky enough that when I started my career here at, at McCann Health, uh, that Joanne was my supervisor. And I definitely had an incredible experience of her being a mentor to this day. Oh, um, and tough. yeah, her insight and 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 just everything new to advertising, it, it was uh, something to this day that I'm extremely grateful for. So I'm gonna thank you, Kim, and I always thank you, Joanne, for that. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, John. So speaking of mentor-mentee, Michael, what made you interested in joining the mentorship program? Yeah, similar to what Joanne just said, you know, over the course of my 20 years in medical communications and my life before medcoms and publishing and a couple of other industries, I've been very fortunate that some people have taken me under their wing, so to speak, um, and spent a good deal of time helping me better understand the businesses that I work in, better understand how to work with and to motivate teams and people. Um, and I always just felt this, this, uh, this responsibility, if you will, to pay it forward, 
Um, I think there's also a little bit in me because I am a former teacher from way back in the day um, where I just I, I have a just sort of an innate feeling that I just want to help. I want to be supportive. I want to help people learn and grow and develop. Um, and mentorship is one of those ways that uh, you can really make an impact and do that. Absolutely, Michael, especially coming from the teaching field. I can see that that fitting in is a great synergy. Uh, Nicole, how about yourself? How, what was your uh, precipice for joining the mentorship program? Thanks, John. Um, actually, it was recommended to me by a colleague um, as, as something that I should consider. Um, it, I jumped into it with the intention to you know, get a little bit uncomfortable because I've been at the company for about 18 months at the time. Um, and I was looking to to grow a little bit more as a person, to learn a little bit more, um, to have that, you know, cross-dynamic relationship uh, across agencies. And um, I think in this industry, one of the most important things that we can agree on is that we're all lifelong learners. Obviously, you have to be when when we're in this kind of uh, in this kind of space. But um, in in order to kind of really grow as a person and and navigate through my professional career a little bit better, I knew that I needed a little bit of guidance, um, and I really looked to the mentorship program to provide that for me. That's great. That's great, and I love that quote. One of my favorite quotes is, uh, "It's time to get comfortable with being uncomfortable." And I think mm -hmm, yep. I, I read that almost every day to myself. Um, as far as impact from the mentorship experience, anything special, Nicole, that's come from it? Oh, a huge impact, John. Um, I don't know what the secret sauce that Joanne and Kim uh, have put together to to create this pairing, uh, this pairing situation, but I don't know how I got so lucky to be paired with Michael. Um, I was navigating through a, a a difficult time within my career where I was ready for a change. I didn't know how to go about it. I didn't really know how I was feeling in some ways. Um, and my conversations with Michael helped me really dig deep uh, to identify what I like, what I don't like, what I want, and how to get there. So um, a key point to, to making that change for myself, I actually started off within a different agency in the company and then transitioned to Bacan Health New York. Um, you know, we we created like a, a map to to understanding better my thoughts and feelings, how I can change my environment and accept things that I couldn't. And if I couldn't change things, what was I going to do then? Um, so that really helped give me a lot of perspective and confidence, which I think is a great theme that we've touched on a couple of times mm. um, as I navigated through that through that feeling, through that change. Absolutely. That sounds great. And Michael, how about you? How did the mentorship mentorship experience impact you? You know, I, I think being part of the mentorship program helps me be better. Um, I don't know if I've ever told Nicole this, but the experience that I've had working with her has made me better overall. Um, you know, I'll, Nicole, the checks in the mail for all those wonderful things that you said. But, you know, it, I, I think I, you know, it, it's one of those weird things where you, know, you get matched up and you start to get to know each other. And, you know, Nicole and I just kind of clicked in. Um, we, we had a really deep mutual respect and understanding for each other and maybe more so for where we were in our respective careers and in life also. 
um, you know, very different places career wise, very different places in life. Um, and I think that, you know, what what I what I discovered along the way in getting to know Nicole and her situation and some of the goals that she had for herself really helped me in a lot of different situations within the agency that I oversee as well with working with a whole host of different people at all different levels. Um, and I think that when you show up really authentically, you know, energized to be part of a program like this, you I was very pleasantly surprised that I I put a lot into it, but I also got a lot in return. And I, I was I was pleasantly surprised by that. Um, and it, it, it was something that made me feel really good about being a, a part of it. Wow, that's great. It sounds like you guys hit it off right off the bat. Um, has this relationship stayed intact? Have you guys grown it over time? Yes, Nicole calls me all the time. No, <laughs> no, we we we've developed a really a really lovely partnership. Um, you know, we we talk pretty frequently. Um, you know, there's been instances where, you know, I've called Nicole after a, a challenging day and said, you know, what do you think about this? You know, for 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 another account executive in a different part of the business or, you know, just bouncing ideas off of one another and, and helping each other navigate through some of the challenges that pop up on a, on a day by day basis. And Nicole's really turned into a, a good a good partner and a good a good friend for and sounding board. Um, so yeah, we, we do, we keep in touch pretty frequently. That's great, it's great to hear. Nicole, anything you've learned from Michael over the years? Thanks Michael for those for those kind words. I appreciate that so much. Um, I think one thing that I really wanna mention is that uh, what I find extremely valuable through mine and Michael's relationship is the aspects of empathy and listening um, to really, come into a situation or come into a conversation with the intention of, you know, how can I best support you and what do you need from me? You know, do you need me to listen or do you want feedback? That's kind of how I uh, practice a lot of my relationships. But I, I've always felt really heard, um, really understood. And, uh, you know, asking those difficult questions to kind of uh, get to the bottom of, of intention and where you want to go with it um, has been extraordinarily valuable. Um, we do keep in touch quite frequently. And, you know, when something comes up, it's one of the first people I call. Um, and I'm just so grateful for that. That's great. Mike, I'm, I'm going to flip that question to you. Anything you've learned from Nicole? Yeah, I, I've actually learned quite a bit. And I, I don't want to embarrass Nicole, but <laughs> I think I think one of the things that really is a standout here is that, you know, it's not every day that we work with individuals who are as open to all the aspects of work and life as what Nicole was and is when she showed up for the program, right? And, you know, it, with, within our agency, we, within Caudex and with a lot of my folks, we talk about, not we don't generally talk about work-life balance. We talk about creating your own work-life philosophy that lines up with the aspirations that you have to grow and develop in your career. And one of the things that, and, and Nicole, the experience with Nicole helped me to kind of formulate some thoughts around that. 
because Nicole showed up for the mentorship program very open. And it was clear that she was on a journey of discovering her her confidence and her contributions to the business um, and also trying to find that way to balance that with all of the different dimensions and the complexities and the joys of life, right? And, you know, some people call that work-life integration. There's lots of different labels that we could put on it. But it, at the end of the day, having someone and working with someone who was so open to exploring all the different avenues and to be so focused on evolving and and taking the journey not 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 totally wound up about well where this where is this journey going to take me or where is it going to end or what's the next stop on the journey it was really nicole approached it from a very open perspective of I, I want to learn more about how I can create this journey to be more like me, to be more authentically who I am, to play to my skills, my talents, what I can contribute to the business. And there was a lot of there was a lot of joy in that. And and you know, and I won't sugarcoat it either because we did have a lot of really challenging conversations because part of that journey is not just being accountable to the role and responsibility that you have in the business, but it's about being accountable to yourself. And and Nicole really embraced that really from 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 day one. So I, I I did I learned a lot about how everybody's journey and their personal journey is very different. Thank you both for that. It it sounds like it was a perfect pairing. You know, it's very inspiring to hear that from both of you. Nicole, any advice for someone seeking a mentor? Uh, yeah, actually, um, I think that anybody who's looking for a mentor should go in with. No expectations, but with intention to show up as your most authentic and true self and to be ready to be transparent, uh, put everything out on the table, because if you want to to grow as a as a professional or grow as a person, I think the two go hand in hand. You, you really have to be ready to be vulnerable. Um, yeah. And I think that uh, another theme that Kim and Joanne touched on a little while ago was um, was about transparency, and it was about struggles and support, and first and foremost, confidentiality. So having the confidence in confidentiality and coming to the table where you know that it's a safe space, um, I, I think that is the first step in really growing a successful mentor-mentee relationship and what really keeps it going on for you know much much longer than than the program is right so um i've really made a, a lifelong friend mentor confidant that uh that is within michael and i i appreciate it so much thank you nicole that's some great advice nicole and, and michael do you have any advice for someone who's interested in mentoring yeah yeah i think i do um you know for for folks who are interested in mentoring i think the fir the first step is really understanding the type of leader manager person you know really profoundly understanding yourself and what what some of your strengths and limitations are um you know i didn't realize it until actually being part of this program but I, I think I've mentored lots of people in the past, formally and informally, in different ways and different by by different channels and different means. Um, and 
I've also been mentored by some people who are really fantastic people, but I think the commonality or the common thread through all of those different relationships is to show up with a very open mind um, as a mentor without having an agenda that you're you're somehow going to like fix all of the things in the world for for this particular person who's part of the program or or who who is going to benefit from the mentoring the mentorship itself um it, it's really about having a very open mind listening um and and being brave to challenge convention and to help to encourage the natural journey that the the individual is on in that mentorship program that's some real solid advice there michael you know being brave is is definitely something that uh and being open is something that we definitely all have to work today so that's really great yeah. advice so back to kim and joanne you know we've heard all this great stuff about a mentor program that we have and we've had these wonderful conversations with a mentor and a mentee Next question, what's next for our wonderful mentorship program? So I'll take that one. Okay. Um, so the, the program was very successful, but had limitations in being able to be scalable. And uh, as we came together, McCann Health and FCB Health um, into IPG Health, there was a desire to have a mentor program that was um, scalable and more of an enterprise solution. So now Joanne and I are on a committee to help identify what type of um, software we're gonna use at an enterprise level to create a mentoring platform that can be used anywhere in the world. So by doing that, we are able to share the things that we know made our program successful so that we don't lose that. So we're obviously very attuned to what is the matching like and how does that work and what's the algorithm? And, you know, so we're part of that uh, selection process and we're very proud to be working um, with the team that's identifying what the next um, type of mentoring software is that we'll be using. The advantages of having a software is Joanne and I manually matched everybody. So <laughs> it was a very labor intensive uh, way of doing it, but obviously successful as proven by um, Michael and Nicole. But um, at the end of the day, it's not, it's not scalable. So we're excited to be able to make more matches, have more mentor-mentee relationships uh, as IPG Health. And uh, um, I'm sure that this software will be available shortly. We're coming down to the wire on deciding um, yeah. what, what program we're going to work with that sounds that sounds exciting but don't don't let ai take over the magic <laughs> so, the magic secrets and i will say, check all the ai matches <laughs> i do have to jump in and like add on one thing that kim said um so there will no longer be a hanging 200 pieces of paper up in a conference room <laughs> and then taking surveys laying them down on the the table and um seeing what the commonalities are between <laughs> surveys and then matching a person with person which was very man i mean there was so much manual work there um now we are looking at like kim said an algorithm or you know taking certain criteria and identifying what is the most important 
items and and um you know we'll see how this goes we'll see how this goes but we are we we've been um really auditing three to four different pieces of software along with the, the other committee members and it's exciting we're excited love it love it and and michael i'm with you man let's not keep the ai uh let's keep it a little bit at bay right we need that human yeah. touch in there let's say give it a run for its money at least yes we're, we will but um, <laughs> you know we'll see how this goes we're excited though our test case is to put Michael and Nicole in there and see if the AI matches <laughs> see them. See if they match, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's so great. Well, listen, Joanne, Kim, Michael, Nicole, I thank you so much for coming on our podcast today and, and for all your wonderful insight. Um, that's all we got for today. You can subscribe to The Truth Well Spoken on your podcast network of choice and let us know what you'd like to hear on a future episode by emailing podcast at mccannhealth.com. Our podcast producers are Abby Daly, Cassidy Cardone, Jay Brinkowski, and Andy Fontana. Until next time, I'm John Santangelo, and this has been Truth Well Spoken.